one and all, back to another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus, and you are joining me live in the Dot Comedy Studios. And I'm never alone. I'm with my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to the people. So, I think Candace managed to join right at the <laughs> at the start of the music. Really? Discreet. I say I think because her camera's still off, but it looks like she's on the call. <laughs> Hello, are Hello, you there? Candace, are you there? Candace, are you there, Margaret? Wait, that's not. Are you there, Margaret? It's me. <laughs> are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. That's me. Candace? Well, Candace isn't joining us yet. Joey, how you doing today, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I'm great, actually. Doing pretty good today. I uh, I picked up a, a side gig today. You did? Well, we're going to discuss that a little bit and what happened this week in that comedy. But we've got a special guest on the line. Miss Nikki, are you there? I am here. Hello, Miss Nikki. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you, Marcus? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. I only complain when I don't get paid. If I don't get paid for that comedy podcast, stop, stop complaining. That's how it works for me. <laughs> Oh, no, you didn't know I didn't get paid? I'm not sure what you just said. <laughs> Joey, it all works. It all works when you don't pay attention very closely. I can't tell if you're talking to yourself or to me. or I'm talking to myself because you never look at me. You're the most annoying co-host in the world. Like, we'll be sitting next to each other the entire show, and you won't look me dead in the face. It annoys me sometimes. I realize it's, it's, a, it's a production issue. Of course it is. That's why we need a new intern. Yes. Um, we are posting now. For uh, any interested interns in the Dot Comedy Podcast, it is it is strictly a uh, work for free internship. Um, <laughs> you, you will be paid in uh, Jolly Ranchers because I got a whole lot of them. Much like every other uh, bad producer, uh, we will pay you an exposure. Yes, we will expose you every week. Every week, we'll mention you and let you interact with people. Mm-hmm. People in the in the DC comedy scene, people in the world comedy scene, because we we're we're all over the world, aren't we, Joey? We're we're the last time that metrics tell us we, we were, international. We were in Thailand, weren't we? Weren't, weren't, didn't we have a listen in Thai, listener in Thailand? I we were in some yeah. South American country that I forgot. We're in Ecuador. We're in Thailand. Yeah. We're in England. We're all over the world, baby. Yeah. I that thought comedy. we were in Argentina. 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 Okay. You know what, Joey? I like it, and I'm happy about it. Is Candace joined us yet? Uh. No way to be sure. Candace Blue August, are you there? I don't think she is. She isn't there. This is this is why we don't get paid to do this, Joey. <laughs> this is the fundamental reason why. I did hit start on the on the uh, <laughs> recorder too. <laughs> That's the other thing. But yeah, man. So. Uh, so you're saying we don't get paid to do this because we're a uh, chicken shit outfit that can't get a shit together, <laughs> and that's why people don't <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> For the most part, I mean, we we run into the same technical issues as any uh, mom and pop uh, podcast, but every every now and then we we do a little worse than most. Because <laughs> sometimes I just look at us and go, "Really? We put all this money into production? Literally, this studio has cost us how many thousands and thousands of dollars, Joey? Like literal thousands of dollars." I spent I've spent all of eight thousand dollars in the studio. How much you thousand dollars in the studio? I put a thousand dollars in the studio. Where? It's all over here. Okay. It's called production, baby. This board, I bought this. No, I bought that. This this console, I bought this. That one you bought. This computer, I bought this. Okay. This mic, 
you bought this. <laughs> um, this table, you bought this. I bought this. Uh, every, uh, uh, I didn't buy anything. Um, kind of had all this stuff. <laughs> I think we should stop doing this uh, <laughs> this measuring contest. <laughs> Why? Because we, we have a lady present, and I think it's inappropriate. I I agree. Uh, I, I it's not quite a, a, a measurement of uh, genitalia, genitalia but but we're, we're bordering on that uh, metaphorically, and I don't, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. You with don't that. feel comfortable with it? All right, Joey. Well, well, unless it's working for Nikki somehow, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're into. Listen, I don't want to pretend. As long as nothing gets pulled out, I'm good. Okay. All right. As long as we don't measure for real, she's fine. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Well, Joey. So we're gonna check under the. Joey, what happened to you this week in Dakota? A co-host asked me to invite them to the podcast they're supposed to be on again. Five that minutes, to be. eight minutes ago. Yeah, I suppose we're starting eight minutes ago. Invite her in. Let's let's do this fun thing. So it's Candace, Candace August. Uh, a case form- behind the scenes because we're not professional around here. Bear with me one moment. Formerly known as Candace Owens because uh, she's on that side. And uh, when she comes on, you know what we should chant when she comes on, Joey? Jews will Four not more replace years. us. Jews will not replace us because those are her guys. I don't think I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, there's an armistice or something that says I can't. Yeah, you can't do it. Well, you can't do it with a tiki torch. It's khakis on. You can't look like a, uh, what is that, a uh, Target employee. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all of them look like that, that night. They look like Target employees. All right. Like the managers. <laughs> Is she on? I'm sick of pad. <laughs> hey, pad. You know, you know, I get I get crazy when I pad. Then I, then I start sexually harassing our guests. I don't want to do that with Miss Nikki. Please don't. Okay. No. I, I, was, I, I pause just in case that's no. what you wanted me to do. <laughs> it's like I don't want to do that to her. Unless no, that's that's how all the me twos happen. <laughs> Unless you're gonna do it, she want to be too, man. No, I would I would never, I would never, I would never impose myself on anyone, Joe. You know she that. told me with her eyes. That sounds weird. It's because it is weird. You always do that weird thing with your voice sometimes, Joe. Joey, we started already, Joey. What the hell happened to you this week in Dot Comedy? <laughs> Uh, Tired of waiting for Candace. So, I had a uh, I had an interesting weekend. Uh, uh, the baby met the met the mama. What? Yeah. So we had we got that out of the way. Hold and on. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. You know, there's a pecking order. This thing, right? Mama's last. Mama should be last. She should meet me first. And then oh, when, she, when she meets me. She listens to the podcast, so I figured COVID rules that kind of counted. She can meet me at like on an outside basis. We can see, we can stay six feet apart from each other. You scared I'm gonna take her? No, oh. that was that was not a concern. Wait a minute, why not? You don't think I'm handsome enough? You don't think I think I, you don't think I have the <laughs> the potential to take your girl? Is that what you're telling me, Joey? No. Okay. Because I'm me. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like when they ask about friends, I'm I'm not only saying yes, I have them, but are your friends good enough for my friend? Okay, there you go. That's what so I need. That's I got, what I need. Wow. Like I literally went on a like. So I, that was a second part of my weekend. After we met mom on Saturday night, I got to go meet the crew on Sunday, and 
it was uh, it was a scouting mission. Okay. During which any uh, good draft picks? Top prospect. It may have been the uh, the uh, the host. Okay. Uh, the hostess was the host- might have been the top prospect. Did the hostess have a host alongside her? No. All right. No, I no, I happen to know she's single. Okay. Okay. Nice. She like slightly balding uh, DJs uh, with children. No, we might have to work on that. Okay, that's a, that's a problem. How many children? How many children? Just, many just children? one. Just oh, th- there we go. Oh, Candace joined us. I think so. Are are you actually there me? this time? Can you see me? Can you hear me? I'm here. <laughs> Hello, Candace. Can you see me? I we can't. I can't see anything. I can see. Yes. You can see her. All right. You Look, you something. see my new microphone that I got because y'all were bitching. Look, it's so nice. Okay, Bob Barker. That's <laughs> <laughs> a long skinny mic. It's a long skinny mic. It's, look. Is she wearing headphones? No. Okay. The reason I told her to wear headphones. Yes, she is. Oh, she's wearing earbuds. That's oh, why I couldn't earbuds. see her. Okay. All right. So. Okay. So this, you did. This microphone was the reason for all the problems and delays. I just want y'all to understand. I hope not, it's worth it. You don't know how to use technology. It's not our fault, Candace. Okay. Can y'all introduce me to the guest? I don't have time for the nonsense. Uh-huh. Hi, Candace. Hello, ma'am. How are you? Candace, Nikki, Nikki, Candace. <laughs> I can't see your. Oh, there you go. Now I can see your face. All I just heard was your female voice. <laughs> now I can see you. The, Hello, how are you? You all know each other. Pretty good. I did, I did, How's the sound quality, gentlemen? Is it worth it? It sounds okay. Okay. <laughs> sounds like normal. Well, see, the reason we start our calls at eight thirty is so there could be a sound check. So we can tell and you. And we don't join dur- during the show. It's like we come over work. You're going, hey Joey, just be in my house. I'm going to get there, and I just come in the door like Batman and just swoop into the seat and go, yeah, I'm starting. No, that's not how this works, Candace. Get here on time, please. Please. Okay. Whatever. We discussed one last day week. I'm, one we, day I'm late, we okay? Discussed, because y'all wanted me to buy a microphone. Just let's move on. We didn't want you to buy. Hold on. Wait a minute. She said it like she was out buying it. Yeah. Wait a minute. We did not want you to buy a microphone. We told you specifically, go in your closet and pull out your microphone and use it. That's all we told you to do. We ain't tell you to get nothing fancy. We ain't tell you to do nothing special. What kind of nonsense? No, what kind of woman explaining is this? The microphone, so I just bought one and Amazon sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds just like all those people, all those, all those Trump supporters out there. Uh, wow. I'm sad to say, Nikki, this is a normal episode. Uh, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing unusual about what's happening right now. Oh, this is this is ridiculous. Okay, let's refocus. Let's bring it back. Let's work on. Let's work on us right now. That comedy. Joey, what happened to you this week, brother? This week at that comedy. So, uh, picked up a side gig today. You did. So I, I think pre-taxes, I'll be. Uh, now, don't tell the world how much you make. I want. I want. I got. I'll get. I'll get to the six. I'll get to them sixes, and then and then taxes will hit me and humble me back down to <laughs> to the two. <laughs> to the twos. I'm not sure how the tax brackets work up there nah, in the cloud. Um, if it's virtual, it, so I heard if you get taxed in the cloud, it's more. <laughs> if you here's the thing. If you get uh. If you get taxed that high, then you, you got to get a good account. Down. You got to get a good accountant when you get when you start making six figures or more. Okay. 
Isn't that right, Candace? You make that much. How much do you? Uh, how much yes, do you, I do, but I don't have an accountant, and I spend my money recklessly, like buying microphones. I don't need. Gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> why is all our, all this feedback? What's happening? What's that about? It's your shitty ass microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking want us to say different. It's the shitty ass mic you bought. The twenty dollar microphone you bought on Amazon. Just First like, of all, I am muting the microphone when I'm not talking, and I still hear the feedback. So it can't be the microphone. Well, feedback. There's feedback. I don't hear feedback. I think it's coming from Nikki though. I, I didn't want to blame you. It's fine, Nikki. You, you did nothing wrong. It's <laughs> Who needs the microphone now, Nikki? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be a fun episode. Now, isn't it? I'm still working with a Google Chrome. I can't afford a microphone. I work at a church. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But uh, so you got a, you got a new job. Yeah. Um, you, you, uh, I attended a Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. How'd that go? Uh, my wings were the talk of the town, as usual. So Your wings suck. My wings are amazing. Your wings are trash. Candace. My wings are godly. Candace, you came to... Uh, Inaccurate. Everything that Joey cooks is delicious. Thank you. Joey, you cook? Continue. I, I, I've been known to uh, to barbecue at a furious pace. That means Joey doesn't cook. Joey uh, throws shit on a, on a grill and then hopes when, it doesn't When burn. I went vegan, I, I thought about them uh, bacon-wrapped scallops. I was like, mm, when did you bacon I'm going to miss things like I think this. you mean shrimp. <laughs> but my bacon wrapped calypso shrimp are uh, one crustacean. So good. They are, they I are love anything good. wrapped in bacon. Uh, okay. Absolutely. Amen. See, I'm I'm, a, I'm sending something to the group chat so that everybody can see exactly exactly who the, the chef is of dot comedy. So everybody look everybody everybody just take a moment. This weekend this weekend alone you, in, you, across across two days I made an entire smoked pork butt. I made uh I made jerk chicken. And I made an entire like, like two packs of chicken wings. How'd you do that a little? Different? Marcus, why did you cook four pies? What's that for? Huh? Uh, well, uh, those are those are those are my, those are all giveaway pies. I cook pies. Uh, I cook pies for the family. You Je- cooked this, Marcus? Yes, I did. Wow. I cooked. Uh, it was called Dad's Giving. Um, it's for all the single dads out there who don't get to see their kid on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, we cook it the week before. And we cry, um, and we we hug our children a little tighter, and then we send them on back to their mother, and hopefully, they don't call us and <laughs> tell us to pick them up on Thursday. That's how that works for me. By the way, how, shout how out to my man you? Alberto. My barbecue sauce is delicious. Thank you. Well, what was that, Nikki? I'm sorry. How do I get on that uh, Father's Day Thanksgiving? <laughs> I mean, I am married, and he lives with me, but I can send them somewhere. <laughs> Dad's giving. Uh, Dad, you have to leave him. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's that's a prerequisite. I mean, that might be <laughs> that's a prerequisite for dad's giving. Uh, you just go, all right, I'm done with this, and after all the requisite arguing and fighting, it settles down, and then the kids go to dad's house for Thursday before Thanksgiving, and we all sit. Me and my daughter, me and my daughter had an actually enjoyable evening. Uh, found out my daughter hates turkey. Uh, found out my daughter hates stuffing. Uh, found out my daughter loves greens <laughs> and mac and cheese. <laughs> I did have some good ass greens on uh, Sunday. I made some bomb ass greens. I didn't have your greens. You know how they, you know how I made them? How'd you make? Bought them, them in a can. They were great. Glory, <laughs> glory, glory, <laughs> hallelujah. I'm gonna say can't go wrong with glory greens. <laughs> can't go wrong glory with glory greens. greens. <laughs> Everything else is made from completely from from me 
building ingredients. I don't do greens very well. I I've, every time I make them, they're salty, and they're horrible, and I really never like them that bad that much. But my daughter ate those ones I made this weekend up, and she ate them again on Sunday and ate them again on Saturday. So I did a good job. Um, Joey, did you are you doing anything for Thanksgiving this year? I don't think so. I actually don't know. I'm not sure. COVID's got me all fucked up. We kind of did that this weekend. Yeah. So Candace, Candace asked why I had four pies, right? Mm-hmm. So those four pies are for me to drop off on doorsteps on Thursday because uh, my family members don't want me in their house because I work oh. at a grocery store. So they're <laughs> looking at me going, yeah, you can come by, say hi from your car, <laughs> and drive off. I was going to say, is this the new Thanksgiving caroling? Like you just go by and drive by, drop off pies? Yep. I'm taking my dad a pie. Um Taking my my grandfather a pie, and I'm taking Dave a pie. I'll go drink at Dave's house. Chef Dave invited me over for Thanksgiving dinner. I'm gonna go drink at his house. I'm gonna have to talk, about che- go talk to Chef Dave because um, I ain't hear nothing. My family for for Christmas this year. You're it's not, gonna be too stressful. You're not going to see them. I don't think I'm gonna go. It's gonna be too stressful. My sister's gonna be like nervous every second about her kids. My mom's gonna be nervous every second about my dad because he, um, you know, his immune system is not that good. And I just don't want to deal with the fucking stress. Everybody's anxiety is gonna be on ten, and we could barely get along anyway. So I don't need that added. It's too much. You just remind her that that you're doing a herd immunity Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's what it's best, I, it's what's I best for the family. They are scared to death. And that's what that's what that's when they all remind you that there is a, a lovely young man beckoning and calling for you on the Dot Comedy Podcast. You should bring him home for dinner. That's what your mom's gonna say when she uh, when she when she sees you at the door. She's gonna be like, Candace, where's that young man who's been who's been ever so nice to you and trying his trying his level best? What wait, wait. I'm not going. And the thing is that <laughs> the thing that's sad is that I check to see <laughs> What the price? <laughs> Joey, what the fuck are you doing? What was that? <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, is something else going on? Last what time on that? the Dot Comedy Podcast. Hey, hey, hold, hold on. Wait a minute. That, that wasn't last time. I described the, uh, the feeling I get every time this weird part of the podcast starts. <laughs> what, my courtship? It's this Marcus. It's not me. I don't participate in it. Are you upset about my courtship with Candace? I told you. I'm all on on a, I'm anti-vaxxing. I'm uh I'm I'm against the I'm against the I'm against the mask. I'm against this whole stay in the house. Thing. My roller coaster cart is off the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Headed for the pond below and the fire starting in the back car. Well, okay. Here's 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 what we can do. Nikki, you see me and Candace on on your screen, am I correct? Yes. Don't we look like a cute couple together? Look at that. She's crossing her eyes at the moment, but I can see it. There you go. See, she can see it. Can you see it, Candace? Can Nikki, you see don't it? condone it. Don't, <laughs> don't condone it. It's already gone on longer than it has. Speaking of dating, Marcus, how are you doing on the apps? Because what I can tell you right now is Hinge must get 50% off the people of 5'9", because they all up and through that. <laughs> I got my husband on Match.com. <laughs> how tall is he? He's like 6'2". There you go. Well, good for you. Maybe that's where I need to go on Match.com because everybody on Hinge is 5'9". Let me tell you something. It all depends on your zip code because I live in Charles County and I put my real zip code in there and I was getting everybody named Zeke and Cooter. It was not working. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to put a DC zip code in yeah. and that's when I found my husband. There you go. There you go. That works. So Candace, if you're really looking for a man, put Laurel 20708. <laughs> 
<laughs> he'll pop up. Hey, yeah, right there in your inbox. <laughs> Being Candace, he cooks. Thank you. Look at that. And I think he's too as well. So that meets the height requirements. You know what? <laughs> I'm changing my, my approach to this. You know what? You guys should definitely do that and you should hang out. And I need to see. No, don't do it by yourselves. Let me be there because I need to see what happens when Candace meets Haley. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a bad situation. It's going to be hilarious. Well, she's met Haley. She's met Haley. She I feel Haley. like she I have met Haley before. She met Haley. She was she, when I met her. Yeah, you met her at a, at a yeah, comedy Yeah, but not show. in that context. Yeah, you've not, you've not met her as a <laughs> daddy's friend. Uh, you, you've met you met her as daddy's acquaintance. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, don't daddy. worry. I'll never have to meet her as daddy's friend because I don't even like you. We ain't friends. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> every week. That's like you, a challenge they, to me, Mark. It, it is. You see what they put me through every week? <laughs> it's a challenge. You're like, Haley, this is Candace. She hates me. And then she'll be fine. She'll be like, oh, okay, no problem here. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, and then, all right. All right. Until she reverse parent traps you. Yeah. <laughs> don't ask me what that means you don't want to find with, out you're going to fall in love with her <laughs> then you're going to be like I need to be with Marcus because Marcus is such an amazing dad I know how it works I'm, I'm, I'm playing, the game. I'm playing me, a long game here Joey you'll go into a different room and Haley will be sitting there pulling the hair out of a Barbie doll going she's going to fuck around and find out <laughs> <laughs> why would she be doing that I can see my this. My daughter's not a psychopath. Just, just so we're all clear, my daughter is not exactly. a psychopath. Making that child sound like a demon. <laughs> I should stop using her name. Yeah. I'm sorry. My daughter is not a psychopath. My daughter is high strung. Edward, Edwards. She's, she's just, she will make you feel comfortable for like 20 minutes, and then she'll jump on your back. And that's how my back's all jacked up. I say she's, she's very smart. And. I, evil mastermind kind of way oh yeah she will definitely if she will if she really wants you to be with me you'll end up with me because she'll work it out that way in her head and then she'll she'll trap you she'll trap you some way i don't but she won't want you to want me to be with you anyway i know how that i know how that plays out joey uh, the, you know you know you know you, you mentioned it earlier the uh the uh dinosaur and uh the, the baby dinosaur not the mama that's uh, that's all she'll be looking at to say <laughs> the whole freaking time. Not my mama. I don't, I don't know who this is. She ain't my mama. And that, that'll be all I have to hear for the rest of my life. So I, I'm not going to pursue her in that course. So what I'm going to do, I'm playing a long game, Joey. Okay, this is this is the long game. All right. So Candace, cover your ears so you don't know what's going to happen to you. All right, so here's what's going to happen, okay? Every week. That kind <laughs> I like how she covered her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Every week on the Die County Podcast, I will, I will perf- confess and profess my love for Candace, okay? Each week wearing a different black empowerment shirt so that she stops going for all these weird-ass white men. And then she'll look this way. Because she'll be like, you know what? Look, look at that strong... Look at this. This is this is black unity on my shirt right here. This, okay. This, Let me just pause you for a second. Because you? you're think that I only like white men and Nikki, the, my celebrity crush is Colin Kaepernick, who is black. So he's lying. Her celebrity crush is yeah. He's black some days. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick wasn't black till he took a knee. Let's he's let's not lie. Racially and socially, he's black. Uh, but this is Black Wall Street. Only. You know when he's black, when he's getting lots of money from Nike. <laughs> That's racist. Just so is it? True. But racist. <laughs> Extremely true, but racist. But so, Joey, um, anything else going on with you, man? 
Uh, no, I'm good. Yeah. Anything's happened? Anything happened with you, Cass? I saw you on another rooftop. Did you? Uh, yeah, do I had rooftop a rooftop comedy? show. It's cool, but shit, they're gonna have to stop those rooftop shows at some point. Like, it, we can't keep doing shows outside. So somebody's gonna have to figure something else out. Uh, New York went back on the ten o'clock curfew. They're back, not letting you have more than. I want to say 25% capacity inside of a restaurant. So I don't know what's going to happen to comedy over the winter. We'll see. Yeah, I've been out a couple times, and they keep asking me for my phone number and email for contact tracing. That's crazy. It feels it hits different. Yeah. <laughs> they ask you for your contact information. Yeah, they, that is crazy. No, I would just turn around and leave. I, I do you give them the real information? I just give them whatever. They don't know if that's my number. Here's the thing. I'm a Giants fan out of market, so the only way I can watch the game <laughs> is to go to <laughs> a venue that has it on. So you go, to, you go to comedy shows just to watch the game? No, I go to the bar, sports bar on a Sunday. I don't oh. have comedy shows. Oh, okay. Same difference, though. Yeah, pretty much. Speaking of going to a sports bar, y'all know Mike Tyson is fighting this weekend. I just it, found this, this out today, by the way. It's this weekend? Who's he fighting? Him and Lloyd Jones fighting, Jr. Um, Ray Lewis, I believe? No, or Roy no. Good Lord. Roy, Ray Lewis. Fighting. He's fighting Ray Lewis. Are you? Ah, God, woman. It sounded like to me, Candace. It sounded like to me. <laughs> Somebody with an R. Somebody with an R. He's fighting the ghost of Roy Jones Jr. Because <laughs> Roy Jones Jr. is not a boxer anymore. Roy Jones is about to die. He had the light Wait, beat out of him. Is Ray Lewis not a boxer? Who's no. Ray Lewis? No, he's a football player. Oh, okay. Never mind. Go ahead. He's a guy who tackled Colin Kaepernick in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Oh, all right. So whatever. He's fighting Roy Jones, and it's just an, exhibi- uh, an exhibition match. But it should be interesting because I feel like Mike is always in his prime. There's no such thing as Mike out of his prime. Like it's gonna be, he's gonna be amazing no matter what. Um, um I watched a video of Mike Tyson um, hitting a speed bag <laughs> and just and he still looks vicious, right? He looked like he was like, trying to kill that him. speed bag. Um, but then I saw an interview with Mike Tyson. And he was like, I had to sleep for three days after that. <laughs> I forgot how old I was. <laughs> and it, it brought him down like it brought him down to earth to where I am, where if I do any exercise right now, I got to take a nap for at least three to five hours. I might need to watch that fight, though. I'm going to have to watch it just to see if he kicks, if he punches Roy Jones in the next. Are we doing a fight night? <sighs> what time is it? I don't know. Because I, I, I work Saturday night. I work Saturday. Saturday Here's night, the thing. Right? I don't know how the bars are going to accommodate that because it's in Vegas, right? Yeah, but you can get that on pay-per-view. Yeah, you can get it on pay-per-view. But what the I'm reason- saying is that you can't – if the bars have to close at 10, if that shit's in Vegas, it's not going to be on to like 11-something here. So we, I can't go to a bar and watch it. I would have to purchase it on, on pay-per-view to watch at home. Yeah, but yeah, I mean – you would, but you, you, can get, you, can get it home, you can get it at home just as easy and probably online even easier. And you probably can find some, you know, a small. There's some, you know, your friends are probably some. One of your friends probably having a small gathering. Most yeah. for most people, or you, you know, you get a couple people together, four or five people you, you know, have tested negative or you feel comfortable with, and oh, you trust can have your a, circle. You can have a. a <laughs> what circle is that? Uh, now, nah, circle outside of me. I don't trust your circle. I ain't, I ain't going nowhere with none of your friends. Y'all go to what strip clubs. Friends are you? Y'all go to strip clubs during the pandemic. That ain't I ain't got my, time for that. That ain't my friend. Hey, you, you friends of friends. <laughs> I ain't going there. You know, you know I, and not, I'm, I'm, and Marcus, you're not trying to hang out with him in the encryption? Uh, what was that now? You're not trying to hang out with him in the encryption? Uh, 
They won't come out to my house. Yeah, the extinction won't come out to, uh, <laughs> to the side of town. Oh, Not the extinctions. <laughs> They're the extinction because the season's over. Yep. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, the, the reason I, I can't – I wish I could freaking do a pay-per-view for football, but um, DirecTV is evil. So you have to get DirecTV and then pay $100 a month to get out-of-market games at home. Really? Hundred dollars a month. Yeah, so I was like, I might as well spend the money at the bar and get wings. How are they out of market though? Is the NFC East. The it they're they're the New York team. So if they're on the same time as a, as the, as the Washington Redskins football or the, team. Or the Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sometimes sometimes they're on here, but it just depends, and it's not reliable. So if they're on, if the Redskins game or Washington game's on at the same time, like it was last week, get to go and vote. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you censoring yourself by saying Redskins? I'm trying to coach myself out of saying it. It's not going to change. The whole reason they changed the name, I'm trying to be. They didn't change it. They removed it. That's more white people nonsense. They're the Washington Maroons right now, okay? <laughs> They're the Washington football team, which makes zero damn sense. <laughs> They're the damn Redskins. Let, let's, let's stop lying about the racism. Just admit it's racist and keep using it. I don't, I don't see the problem for it. Admit it's racist. Take um, – I don't know, a third of your net profits for 2020 and uh, give them to the Navajo Nation and say it's all all good. <laughs> That's what wow. happens when your franchise wow. is owned by a Ferengi. <laughs> yeah, you're, <laughs> you're stupid. You're stupid as shit. Uh, yeah, we had a discussion. Me and Joey had a discussion this week on uh, in the offline.comedy conversations, uh, which we, we'll start posting those too. Oh. It's called the conversations with that comedy. Um, uh, that Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek, is a racist, um, and he made a bunch of uh, stereotypes out of people and put them in space. He was, but he was okay with somebody in there in that room doing it. No, he was because he wrote all those characters. All the characters you meet in Star Trek are all his creation. But did they like? Did he like really write the descriptions that thoroughly, or did someone else directors fill in the blank? No, he he wrote that he, the Ferengi because I, I, I read some of the books about how he created how he created his creative process, and he made those characters based on stereotypes. And the only enlightened ones. Like, an example. Like, uh, okay, well, it's just like wrestling in the eighties. All yeah. the characters. Everybody's a stereotype. So if you look at you look at Star Trek, there are there's like there are different races of people out in the universe. So you have the Klingons, which are dark skin, angry. Well, there's. Warrior class people. There's a number of species, but there's always some bad guy species, right? Yes. There's ones that they always have problems with per- persistently, and those those are the Klingons, the Ferengi. So who were the Vulcans supposed to be? Asian? Yes. I figured that out. I figured that out the other day. Because because again, their skin isn't quite like white people's. It's a little. Mm-hmm. It's they're actually their skin's actually supposed to be gold. What else is a color gold? Yellow. So what do we say that Chinese people look like? They look yellow. See, that's where he went Plus with the whole thing. they're super smart and serious. That's very Asian. The only thing and the only other thing that traits they have is their eyebrows go like this. <laughs> and and they have pointy ears. Like, that's, that's it. What, that's what happens when Asians open their eyes all the way. And they all have eyebrows. bowl cuts. <laughs> <laughs> they all had bowl cuts. Not a single one of them didn't have a bowl cut. Even even to Paul on Enterprise, the female... <laughs> Which was, like, the weird, like, that was clearly, like, fan porn. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. Like, basically, they have, 
like a character on on the 2000 version with Scott Bakula. They mm-hmm. did a did a like early prequel Star Trek called Enterprise, and they have the first officers to Paul, which is played by Jolene Blaylock. Jolene Blaylock is like a Baywatch chick. Like Jolene Blaylock is hot as hell. Like she, it, she, it, she, like of white women, I would I would look at that white woman twice. And they're constantly having her like either like have to get get like some type of anti germ lube spread on her back or lotion put on her because of some alien disease or she's in a she's tied up with the captain and all of a sudden she falls on him with her boobs in his face. <laughs> like there's so many of these seeds in there. I'm watching this going like I just started watching Star Trek again recently. And I started watching that between that and the next generation, which I started watching these shows like in parallel because I was like, oh, cool. One took place in the future, one's in the past, but one was made in the past and one was made in the future. <laughs> and they're both like riddled with stuff that's fucked up, just different. Yeah. I mean, it's- did you know that Captain um, Kirk and Lieutenant Uhura had the first interracial kiss on TV? Yes. Yes, I did. That's pretty common yep. knowledge. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that. What are you talking I about? I didn't know that. You didn't Thank know that? you. I'm not a, a Trekkie, though. <laughs> yeah, people who don't know Star Trek knew that. Didn't know Joey. that. Joey. God, y'all are assholes. <laughs> Just because you're over there I'm Googling Google. in the middle of the show. I don't, I don't understand what you want us to do different. <laughs> We're literally talking about Star Trek, and she's like, did y'all know? <laughs> <laughs> you could You could have came at it with... I didn't even know that. Yeah. And then it would have been different. But the way he phrased it. You know how this started, Candace? Huh? You and that fucked up skinny mic and coming on late. That's how all this started. If you had come on on time and you bought a real mic, you would be good. I wouldn't have no problems with you right now. And I don't even right think now. the mic is working because when I mute it, y'all can still hear me. <laughs> <laughs> that worst. shit is on mute right now. Look at a red button. Look, that shit is muted as fuck. Y'all can still hear me. At least you found out before you did it in a meeting where it matters. <laughs> right. At least she did it before she had a signal to showcase showdown. Before she muted herself <laughs> and tried to curse about us. Yeah. Pretty much. I know, right? That would have been hilarious. Hold on, I'm a step away. <laughs> These motherfuckers get on my motherfucking nerves. I can't believe this motherfucker. <laughs> Go and yell out H-U. You know I know it. You know. You know. And then she just come back. It's like, you okay, Candace? <laughs> But the, the uh, stereotypes. We stereotypes. were talking about stereotypes. Yeah, stereotypes. So, um, like I was saying, the Klingons are the black people. Mm-hmm. The uh, Balkans are Asians. Mm-hmm. The Ferengi are Jews. And then they they have they have all their little their mixed people who did like, they have the Ferengi before the Next Generation? Yes, that Ferengi is on the original series. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Like the like they have Ferengis in. Um. Enterprise. I can't bring myself to go back. Well, yeah, Enterprise took place, but Enterprise ta- is was made after. But the thing is, you have to. I know it takes place before. They have. It, okay, here's the thing about Enterprise. Enterprise is only canon if it brings up things that were in the other, all the other shows. Which is fine. Because they can't. They, right. Like the Ferengis never became a member species of the Federal. Okay, this is gonna get real nerdy. I'm just. You don't need to go that deep. Say, <laughs> I'm saying when. <laughs> when did they invent the character? If they're on the original, then the point is moot. Because my impression was that they, pl- the Frankie weren't really a big deal until the next generation, where they started making them more of the villains. Well, they—that's they, uh, what I had read. They became more. They became a harder villain. They became a. They became like a pirating species on the next, next generation. generation. 
Because um, remember, if you look at the original series, it was more of an exploratory thing where they would go to other other places. Is that because someone told them to lay off the Klingons? <laughs> Pretty much. Because <laughs> again, if you if you look at it, it's 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 a it's a great it's a fun show. I watch Star Trek for the uh, future aspect of looking at life and going, you know what? I hope we get to that point. I hope we're gonna have another world war or eugenics war or nuclear fallout all over the over the planet. But I hope we get to that point as as the Earth species where we can travel the universe and be in harmony. I'm gonna pull the clip, but there was an episode of next. The first season of Next Generation was like extra racist. And really weird about it too. Yeah, they had a whole planet of Africans. That, that was. <laughs> and the funny thing was, like, I read about that episode, and then I read that they were like the cast was like looks back on that episode, and goes, "Yeah, we're kind of embarrassed that we that, that was something we, we did." There is a line that Will Riker says on that episode where they're they're meeting the people, they're meeting the I'm gonna keep calling them Africans. They are meeting the Africans for the first time, and Will goes, "We had people like you on Earth." Years ago. <laughs> wow. So, it's like, huh? <laughs> so what happens? <laughs> well, uh, what happens is Will accidentally like mates with one of the women of the speed of the uh no, of the planet. That, that wasn't what it was. But that's, I, I thought he no. like took her woman. He kidnapped. So there was a character. There's another part that's weird. So they had a white woman that had a short haircut. She was the she was a security officer in the first season. Tasha Yar. Tasha Yar. They she was gone. I don't remember her. So when I started watching season one, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Because Tasha Yar. Tasha Yar wasn't yes, after yeah, season one. There's a there. quick quick side note for Tasha Yar. Tasha Yar died nine times on, on uh, Next Generation. She died more times than any character in the history of Star Trek. She's died. She's She has died and been brought back to life nine times. And in one uh, episode. Because she's not a good security officer. <laughs> she's not a very good security guard. Um, one episode, she died. She, She's dead. They go through a time portal. She comes back. And then they send her into the past. So she has a baby that becomes a, a Romulan who comes back and tries to kill the Enterprise crew because his mom, her mom was ostracized by the Enterprise crew. It is the weirdest convoyance of shit. I'm going to stop seen. watching that show. <laughs> oh, Romulans are Japanese. Okay. Because uh, uh, that, that makes more sense. Yeah. Huh? What was that? I'm trying to look all these up. Okay. Yeah. Romulans are Japanese because they came from the initial plane of Asia and they went away and started their own thing. <laughs> and they don't trust the Chinese very much. I think TN. Oh, I, think next, I think the next generation is available on. I know it's unavailable on. All access is it on Netflix too right now. Yes. I think it's on everything right now. Yeah, it's I on think everywhere. that if you guys stay on this topic for a long time, we're gonna lose audience members. You're definitely losing the guest. Yep. Nikki has no idea what's going on. I love. I'm googling like what they look like after Lieutenant Uhura. This like, I don't, this went aside. This went around. I know it went somewhere. It wasn't supposed to go. We were just talking. Jesus Christ, Candace. All right. We, we maybe, can, maybe next time we'll just we'll we just put our, on. our tiny mics. The up. last thing I will say, there was Nothing one, real. there was one, there was one episode where they had. So you remember the Q? Yes. So the Q was like this, like God character. He came around, except that he was like he was like Loki. He He's would show dick. up. He's a dick god. He would show up and he would just like do magic at them and fuck with them. He's like ah ha ha puny mortals ha ha ha. So one episode, 
he decides to give the first officer the powers of the queue. He's like, ah, you have my powers. Now see what you will do with them. And Picard's like, don't use them. And then he, don't use them, number one. And then he's like, why not? Why can't I appease my friends? And then Picard's like, all right, fine. Do, make it so. And then, like, he. It's not Sean Connery. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Riker goes and starts, like, trying to, like, pick out their fantasies. So he makes the the little kid Wesley. He makes him a man because he was like oh, all kids wanted. It. Every kid wants to be a, an adult. Every kid wants to be a man. And then it looked, but it looked really weird. And then uh, what's it would call it? There was another one. Uh, I forgot. There was another one he did for somebody else. But then he comes to Worf. Now Worf is the Klingon black actor on the set. <laughs> only he's the only black, black actor on the set. Um, and they go to. And they go to him. <laughs> they go to him, so no, he's not the only black because because Jordy was there. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. And uh, For, I forgot Lieutenant. And Lavar Le- Burton was played Jordy, so he like gives Jordy the reason he wore a visor Cause was he's blind. was because he was blind. So he like gives him sight, but he's like. I don't like this. Uh, I don't like who I have to thank for this. Give me my, my blindness back. I'll wear my visor. And then they go to Worf. He's like, oh, Worf, you're so disconnected from your own kind. I know what you want. And out of out of the blue, he makes appear a Klingon woman. <laughs> and whose only lines are... <laughs> and then she looks past him at, at the Tasha Yar character who's standing behind him. And immediately goes into attack mode. <laughs> like, oh, you're going to bring me here, but you're standing next to that white bitch? Who is she? <laughs> but she did it in... <sighs> so then, and then Worf backhands the fuck out of her. <laughs> she falls to the ground. And then Jordy turns around. LeVar Burton turns around and goes, Worf, is this your idea of sex? <laughs> I damn near died. I was like, what the fuck in the name of fuck is happening? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Star Trek's a weird, weird, uh, weird show. Um, it's fun, though. So I suggest anyone listening to that kind of podcast to pick up and watch uh, Discovery. Uh, if you if you want to start if you want to start early in, in the Star Trek universe, uh, start with Enterprise. It's on uh, CBS All Access. I want to well cut as, that clip as well as uh, Netflix. And you can find Star Trek anywhere, man. It's it's a blast for me, and I have fun watching it. Um, but we're gonna get into some more things going on in the world, Joey. Uh, Joey, we got you know we got a holiday coming up, bro. We do. What, what holiday is that? Hold on, wait. You name it. Oh, that one. Hey, Candace, are you dancing? Is Candace shaking right now? I am. I was. <laughs> Man, oh man, Thanksgiving is coming up. Thanksgiving's coming up, Joey. I think we're being rude. How are we being rude? We asked everybody how their week was except Nikki, which is really effed up. We do forget to do that on that comedy <laughs> podcast. I, I've done it like to multiple guests. I've never been called on it, and I I apologize humbly, Nikki. Nikki, how was your week? Y'all are rude. Oh, Jesus Christ. You didn't ask her. You either. ain't say shit either, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> First of all, I'm a guest too. So no, what am I gonna say? How the hell are you a guest? Your face is on the flyer. That makes you a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, y'all told me I wasn't a co-host because I don't host a flyer. Mm. True. We did tell intern. 
you're the you're you're the you're the intern that brings all all the eyes to the podcast. Nikki, I apologize, ma'am. How was your week? This week in comedy for you, ma'am. What'd you do this week? Um, I did absolutely nothing. <laughs> did a lot of posts on Facebook. Okay. Joey said he he, he met you initially at a uh, at the the green bus. Uh, what was that? <laughs> the ambulance uh, show on. Uh, so yeah, let me tell you. Emergency comedy. Emergency that's what it was. <laughs> we I literally did not think we were going to do comedy in somebody's front yard. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was I, a backyard. I wasn't picturing a front yard. That threw me off. And and then it was kind of um. I used to live around there, so I know what type of hood it was. Like I grew up around there, so I was just like, "Are we really going to sit out in this front yard this time of night?" <laughs> Telling jokes on a PA system, oh my but it was it was really really fun. I had a lot of fun. I got to meet Joey, and um, I got to meet another comedian named Chip. I think his name is Chip Jones. Chip Jones is the funniest. He did the most racist jokes in an audience full of white people. It was hilarious. I was on the floor, dying. There was so, so much discomfort. It was great. <laughs> I was I was trying not to laugh, but it was hilarious. Um. My biggest highlight of the week is the social distance learning. I hate it. I'm ready for them to go back to school. <laughs> I feel you on that. Um, last week in Dot Comedy, I was the, since it was Dad's Giving that week, uh, my daughter stayed with me the entire week. Um, I don't like checking behind her when she's doing work in school. Um, that's what the teachers are there for. I don't think I should be, uh, I don't have a degree in that. Um, I don't get paid to do it. So I think the teacher should be checking. Yes, you do. No, I don't. It's called a diploma. (laughs) That is rude, Joseph. That is is inappropriate and rude. I don't have a a degree in middle school math. Hey, it's elementary school math. (laughs) It's called a high school diploma. It's supposed to be a degree in learning all that shit. It's the worst. I hate doing it as well. I hate listening to the teacher's voice all day, and then the, I have four kids that are distance learning at home. Okay. All at the same time, all freaking day. And then gym is the worst because you want to smack them. Like, why are you bouncing the ball in my house? I'm in gym. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing. <laughs> I got one kid bouncing the ball off the wall, another kid running uh, laps in my kitchen. I'm like, this is so dumb and ghetto. I hate it. I know what you can. So here's what you do. Do they have uh do they have to they wear their normal day clothes when they do these gym activities? No. They have uniforms? T shirts. Oh yeah, yeah. They just wear their regular clothes. T shirt and shorts. So you need to get them the old school ugly gym gym outfit. Oh, the old basketball uniform? The old yeah, the one with like the blue <laughs> sleeves and the yellow with the box for your name across the chest. Like, make them wear those when it's gym time. They're not allowed to have gym without that. That way you know if they actually mean it or if they're just doing nonsense. Just doing whatever they want to do. Right. And then they got to write it down. Yeah, my my daughter spent most of that week drawing and not doing work. Like, I would come in and she'd have a whole new, like, like, painting of her teacher. 
Is that why there are relief sculptures on this desk now? Yeah, she's cut into this desk <laughs> in so many different places. This is what I think. The kids that are old enough to where they're up to math and social studies and stuff like that, they'll be okay. They can float through. But the poor kids that are, have to learn how to read, like, and they don't have actual teachers, and they have parents trying to, they're going to be so retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm a second grader. He is great at math, but the reading is just a little bit, and I get so, because you get, you're the type of parent where you want your kid to be best at everything, so yes. when right. it's math time, he is throwing out the answers, all the correct answers, and then he has to read, and he's like, yeah. and I just get it out, you know that word, I mean, you try not to be upset with them, and like, it's just, yeah, it's you have great. to have you don't have the patience, you don't have the training in like, you know, and it's just like, and, and reading is an essential, they can't do without that. Like the fucking high schoolers, they can do without learning the circumference of a circle or whatever, their whole life will be fine. But those kids that need to learn how to fucking read, they're not in school, poor babies. True. I'm trying to tell you, it's the worst. And the absolute worst. And the teacher, like I made a post the other day on Facebook. I, it's a true story. The teacher was like, okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back at 10.15. Then we're going to do some math. So remember, everybody comes back at 10.15. She was like, class, what time do you come back? And the whole class was like, 10.15. Okay, so before we're going to come back at 10.15. While you're on your own, do your math. We're coming back at 10.15. I swear, no sooner did she say that, this one kid was like, wait, what are we doing again? And the next kid was like, what time do we come back? Wow. And then the other kid was like, am I supposed to do my math? I was like, throw the entire laptop across the room. I couldn't take it. <laughs> it's just, it's going to be. Mm. And the kindergartners are worse. It's just terrible. The thing I love about it, and this is this is the fun part about watching my daughter grow up, um, the amount of shade my daughter throws on these little kids is um, <laughs> when she's talking about them. She's like, I can't wait to, to, to go back to school on Monday. Uh, so that our, everybody could tell me how boring their weekend was. Yeah, I went. To, I was inside the house all weekend. Uh -huh, boo -hoo. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> what kind of my son? He's a snitch, and I'm telling him. I'm like, if you go back to school, they're gonna beat you up for real. Because he'll be the one. Like she'll be like, Isaiah, can you can you do problem number nine? And he'll be like, I'm trying to. If if Nasir will stop talking over you while you're trying to teach. Oh, oh. He does that type of stuff. Oh. And then he'll like, she'll do a role, and there's one girl, her name is uh, Gianna or something like that. She never answers anything. And so she's like, Gianna, are you with us today? And my son will be like, Miss Repenning, you know she's not going to answer you. Can you just get, stop calling her name and move on? Wow. you <laughs> <laughs> up when you go back to school, I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, they're not going to like him. <laughs> My daughter called me her IT technical advisor when <laughs> something broke in her in her class. Like she, like one of the kids couldn't get uh, an assignment logged in, and they call, and she calls me. Yeah. She's like, "Daddy, show them how to get logged in." How the hell am I supposed to do that? I'm looking at her guidance counselor. This is share screens. In. This is when she's in private lesson with her guidance counselor. Yeah. I'm looking at this going, "This is your job." Literally, your job is to get these damn kids signed in. <laughs> you calling me? And she's looking at the screen like this. How do I do it, Mr. Comey? Oh, wow. And, and she's just staring at the screen. Just look, why are you looking at me? Like, seriously? Like, <laughs> yes. Like, she wasn't, like, catching attitude? Because that would have been hilarious, too. No, like, she thought I could fix it. 
Like she's looking at me <laughs> like she thought I could fix it. And I'm sitting there like, I don't know how to do this. Is this is where I get in trouble because I am the guy that can fix it. Yes. But I just don't want to let them know that because then they'll abuse that privilege. True. And and I and I've seen it firsthand. Um, where I've asked, been asked how to uh, how to. I watched a, a uh, Zoom. She had a Zoom conference call with uh, her guidance counselor, her teacher, and her teacher opened up her desktop. There were 900 folders on her desktop, and like 30,000 files, just all spread out across her desktop. Oh yeah. I'm like, what the hell? That's a psychopath. <laughs> that is, that's a psychopathic desktop I've never seen. And she and like one of the teachers was like, "You need to clean that up." <laughs> these teachers, these teachers are so lost. And I and I feel bad for them because the kids, the kids are gonna suffer in the long term in this, because um, distance learning is not for everyone. Uh, Joey yeah. can attest to that because he works for a distance learning company, and if you're not in the middle of Florida, it really doesn't. You shouldn't be doing this type of stuff because kids need contact with outside world. They need they need to learn. They need to learn it. It's herd learning. You need not sh- heard of you. No, you need the shit. Like 15 years from now, when those people are, are those kids are in the workforce, everything's gonna be like getting customer service or getting anything handled is gonna be a fucking quarantine because they're all gonna be stupid because they had to miss two full years of essential school. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait, First of all, I, hold on a second, uh, Candace. On behalf of all parents of children uh-huh. going to distance learning schools right now, fuck I'm you. I'm sorry. Hard. Was that insensitive? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it so Nikki doesn't have to. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck me. <laughs> Sorry. You just you basically just clowned our kids, and I'll feel comfortable. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm kind of. Uh, I'm kind of like, okay, uh, that's good. <laughs> he's like, I left with them. I left with. I left with them. There's some things like my son. Literally, the teacher emailed me. Oh, he didn't do this work. So I printed out, you know, the paper, and he was like, "Oh no, I did it." And I said, "Well, go get it and show it to me." He brings me back a blank piece of paper. I said, "I thought you said you did it." He was like, "I did it in invisible ink." That's the type of foolishness I deal with. Wow. Oh. Okay, I apologize, Candace. Um, you are correct. See what I'm uh, <laughs> if I take an air, a hair dryer to this piece of paper and some words don't show up, we got a problem. <laughs> That's your ass, Mister Postman. That's your ass. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I've had, I had to threaten my daughter's uh, well-being numerous times throughout that week. Those weeks are always hard for me. See what you're missing. I don't like to beat her, but I have to threaten her with it because I'm larger than her. <laughs> the thing is, like, I sure you're on mute though when you threaten a beater. Oh no, or... I don't. I, I don't do it when she's in school. I, th- I do it when when everything's logged out and the computer's closed. <laughs> so yeah, I think I, somebody... I made the mistake of threatening him. I, I thought he was on mute, and then the next thing I heard was, "Miss Knowles, if you're gonna knock Isaiah into the middle of next week, can you put yourself on mute and turn off your camera?" Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> My bad. Can, she, can you fill out this absent notice? I like how she was being an accomplice. <laughs> yeah, it it's nice that like... she had your back. She's trying to make sure you're not getting set up there, and she knew it needed to happen. So I mean, right? They know on the same page. I mean, like that was a, we remember we had that subject, uh, that topic a couple weeks ago. We were talking about new parents on uh, Zoom calls for kids. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only fear I have. That's why my daughter's camera is facing that way. Mm-hmm. She sits in Joey's chair, facing the opposite direction of my bathroom. So just in case I'm going to the bathroom, there's no like video of me going in and out of the bathroom every ten minutes. But I'm like, it, it's, oh, it's such an, I hate this. I hate it so much. I feel like. Don't I feel have like kids, folks. Don't have kids. You're missing also just the benefit of, like, 
the class, like the class environment, like yeah. actually seeing the other mm -hmm. kids creates a sense of uh, adversity and, and um, shame. <laughs> these are these are vital components of an education that you don't yes. get. Like these yes. are the, the things, the intangibles of the of the educational experience that you don't get virtually. I had, I had I'm trying to teach her clandestine sh um, uh, with shade. This so is an so she go back to school. Like I follow people on Facebook that have kids and I see how they can't spell from when they post. And I'm like, <laughs> you gotta teach a kid to read? You can barely spell. Oh, it's this not terrible. It's not that, Candace. It's the fact that these kids are already like the generation that's gonna say they think they can say anything to adults. They can. I agree. Not with that. Not they can. You think it's think okay? They, uh, yes. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing I hated growing up. Just because you old, don't make you the shit. I don't give a fuck who you are. That's fair. <laughs> don't me, don't automatically make me respect somebody I don't fucking know. I, I've, I've always hated that. Like, I always hated my mom's whole-ass friends coming around, and she's like, you better call her Miss Johnson. You better be nice to her. Get Why? She sucked all dick. That's not what, what I'm talking about, though. Do? I'm talking about, like, the generation will say whatever the hell to their parents. Like because right. my mama said it. My mom, my mom, my mom, okay. My daughter gets that shadiness from my mom's jeans. <laughs> so my mom would talk shit about her friends and then wonder why I would be disrespectful when her friends showed up. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honest that way. And I can't, be, I can't be any other fucking way. But the thing is, like. I want my kids to, I'm sorry, go ahead. The thing is, what, what, I, what I try to teach Haley, I, I teach Haley the following. Respect your elders that are part of your family. Respect other people the way you would want someone on the street to respect you. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily have to go out of your way. You don't have to necessarily, again, I work in the business world. I, don't call, I try my, I, only people I call ma'am and sir are people who have 35 years on me. I don't make my daughter call everybody else, ma'am, sir. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. That's what I'm, not what I'm talking about. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm talking about, about kids saying whatever the hell to their own parents. Oh. Which no, I've daughter, seen. My daughter gets punched into the Thursday. See, that's the thing. Thursday after Thursday. This, this, is the, uh, this generation, though, it, it's happening like that not everybody's taking that step. No. I, no. Uh, those are white kids. Um, my, my daughter learned very quickly, you call daddy anything other than daddy, you get punched in the throat. And she has choked on her words on numerous occasions. <laughs> I, I, I am a firm believer in a firm hand on your child. I, 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 don't, I don't agree with disrespecting your parent. Now, these other motherfuckers, they ain't me. Nikki's literally looking at you sideways right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm, I'm raising five boys, so I get it. <laughs> One is 22. Okay. But, you know, I'm just still like, raising them. Still raising don't come at me. I have to... You know, I have to remind my children all the time. I'm not one of your friends. I don't even like you half the time, and I have to feed you by law. Like mm. I told my 16 year old, I told him to get out of my house. I, he, you know, he was doing some stuff that we don't agree with, mm -hmm. and so he, he thought he was big and bad. And I don't need you. I'm grown. Okay, we'll take your happy self one out of here. Take your grown and, ass down and the street. It's against the law to run away, so they brought him back. So when they knocked on the door, I was like, I didn't order that. I don't want that. <laughs> That's He's not right. my postmates. <laughs> you know, you grown, you figure it out. Oh yeah, we I've, I've gotten that from my uh, my daughter's nine, and she I think she's been kicked out of house 
three times <laughs> by her mother. Her mother kicks How are you her out. Kicking out a nine-year-old. Stop it. Because she gets lippy, and her mom, her mom, it's, her mom's her mom. I can't say too much more than that. I, I'm still paying child support. Um, so it's just it's a matter of it's a matter of being nice about certain shit. So her mom will call me, and she goes, "I need you to come get your daughter." She emphasizes your in those instances. She's like, "You gotta come get your daughter and take her away from my house." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll be there in a few minutes." So I pick up my daughter up, and I'm like, "Hey, uh, what happened?" She's like, "I didn't want to do the homework." <laughs> Why the fuck not? That's your job. I tell I this is this this is my this is how I make my daughter understand everything because it's just me, her, and her mother. This is the, that's the dynamic now. Uh-huh. There, there's no there's like no grandparents. There's no outside aunts and uncles talking into her head. I tell her this: What do your mom and dad do every day? You go to work. We have to go to work, right? We have to make money so that you can be fed, you can have clothes, you can do all the fun stuff you want to do, right? You know what your job is? Go to school every day. Do the homework that's assigned to you. If you don't do your job, I have to go away from my job. So if I go away from my job, that means less money coming in. Less money coming in means less things you get to do. Less things you get to do means more time you're spending with me, which is going to be angering you with me, and I'm going to whoop your ass every day. And this is how that's the, that's the, that's how daddy molds her mind into thinking. Daddy gonna that shit was hella violent. <laughs> daddy going to beat my ass every day if I don't straighten the fuck up. I look at it from that perspective because I want my daughter to understand that she has she has her own things to do in life that are going to be on her, not on me. I can't do your homework for you. I can't go to school for you. You have to take care of these things for yourself. That's what I instill in her. Um, these kids out here in the streets that are t- talking back to their parents, um, I've cursed a few kids out myself in my grocery store talking back to their parents. And the parent looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, who are you talking to right now? <laughs> and he was like, "Huh." Everybody looks at me when I do that because because I'm I'm a dad in that yeah. moment. I'm that kid's dad. Yeah. I don't care how who the hell he is. You white, Ethiopian, Asian, Indian, whatever. Who are you talking to? And they look at me and I go, "Oh, are you, are you talking to her? Because that looks like your mom. Is that your mom? You want to stop that, don't you?" And they just look back at me and go, "Because I'm like, uh-huh. I'm, they'll I'm scare the crap out of him. <laughs> I'm six foot two." And I'm usually standing over top of them. <laughs> and and you're a stranger. They have yeah, no idea. They have no, they have no idea what's going to happen. They know they did something wrong if a stranger's <laughs> mad at them to that degree. Yeah, and because right. I've had to, I've had to punish, I've had to call cops on kids because their moms brought them back in the store because they stole something, and their, their mom's like, "This is a thief. We don't have thieves in my house. You're gonna have to send him to jail." And I went, "Wait, hold on. <laughs> I, I don't feel comfortable sending juvenile to juvenile justice. Uh, what do you steal? Some gum." Okay, <laughs> come over here. You want to go to jail? No. Give me the gum back. Next time you come in my store, you're going to work for me for two hours. And I tell her parents to drop them yeah, off two, for two hours and work for me. And they hate it, and then they figure, they figure it out. It's, I, I treat it like uh, Scare Straight episodes. Go ahead, Joey. What were you saying? Nothing. I was going to say, uh, we, we so uh, I tie all this back in together. Um, Beating the kids at Thanksgiving? I, I don't know how we got to that. Yeah, it's weird, but uh, coincidentally, uh, Dot Comedy Superfan Alberto okay. uh, sent sent as part of uh, his annual uh, Thanksgiving text message, okay. uh, which reads the following: Thanksgiving was born after killing Native Americans. Yay, pilgrims! They don't teach this in school. Also, stop lying to your kids. Santa is not real. Easter is not to celebrate bunny. 
First thing kids learn is deception. Also, smack your kids once in a while. Don't let them grow up to be sensitive mofos. <laughs> Who thought about Girl Scout cookies? Smart idea. Child labor. Wait, no it's not. The kids don't get paid. Just a promise for fun and exciting vacation. If they reach their sale quota, now that's what I call profit. True. <laughs> he lied once. Go ahead. Uh, how do you, how do you all feel about that? <laughs> do you think he lied? I'm, 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 I think the ladies are in shock, Joey. I, I don't. I just uh, odd I that we had remember. odd that we had that that conversation and that text in the same day. I'm just <laughs> calling that out. Our life works weird that way sometimes. I've never told my kids about Santa Claus ever. They've never believed in Santa Claus. Cause I work too hard. <laughs> I agree. I want them to know, mommy, mommy, but mommy worked hard and bought you that. Mommy bought that. Um, so mommy will take it away. My daughter if told I me Santa let them believe in Santa Claus for as long as they believed in Santa Claus. I think it's important to let kids be, you know, kids and have their whimsical shit. And then once they know, then I wouldn't be like trying to convince them. If they say, "Mommy, it's not real," I'd be like, "Yeah, you're right." But as long as they want to believe, I would let them. Believe. Okay. I'm like, nope. <laughs> Jesus died for it. The mummy walked. <laughs> I feel like this is a Thanksgiving episode because we're talking about family fighting, and that's exactly what most Thanksgivings devolve into. Yes, yes, every Thanksgiving devolves right. into that. That's uh, why I choose a Friendsgiving over a Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do this year. I'm going to Friendsgiving. Nice. All right. Well, well <laughs> <laughs> I got. I always okay. So a uh, a a. Well-known trope here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. When we have a great segue, we have an awesome segue. Uh, Nikki, you did an awesome job segueing, even though you're not a host of this show. <laughs> no, I, that hey, hey. I planted <laughs> a seed. <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate it here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. But, um, yeah, Friendsgiving. We've had Friendsgivings the last – we've had one the last, like, four, four years. Four years running, yeah. Yeah, four years. This year, I'm not going. Uh, I don't care. I don't think there is going to be one this there's, year. There's going to be one? That's why I was okay to go to the an alternate one with a, in a parallel universe. Okay, we can go to Dotskiven. I was the only guy there, so that was fun, um, except for this African dude who showed up and left. <laughs> Saw you. It's like, oh, there's competition at this point. Well, I think he realized his baby was there and he didn't want to be near it. I don't know. <laughs> that seems like what happened. What? There's a whole lot of strange going on there. We'll talk about that on the Dot Comedy After Dark special. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, Friendsgiving, I, I've made, I think I made, uh, I made mac and cheese for every one of them. And I made pies for the last two. Um, you usually don't make anything. That's not true. Thanksgiving's not your holiday. You, you're a summertime guy. Uh, one year, I was responsible for the turkey. I just brought it to Chef Dave. And I... <laughs> No, we we bartered. I I did. I I let Chef Dave cook it, but I gave him IT services since I didn't have a, a way to way to deep fry the uh, turkey. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Candace, how about you? You you you're doing Friendsgiving this year? Yeah, I'm gonna go to actually um, Hassan's family's, like his brothers having something out in Long Island. I keep mentioning Hassan. To make me jealous, I think it's to make me jealous, Joe. She keeps mentioning him, like, like periodically. She, she won't talk about it for like two, three weeks, and all of a sudden, Hassan will pop up. What kind of shit is that? I like how, like, 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 we just know who he is. <laughs> of course, we know who he is. I know we do, but like, I meant the 
proverbial the we <laughs> the of <world. laughs> the we of the of the show. Yeah, the show. The, the show, show we. The show we. Yeah, it, it's weird. Okay, well, you and Hassan and have fun. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you come here get some some of this moist turkey I got down here for you. Got a whole lot of moist wow. moist bird waiting for you. Nikki, are you are do you have any friendsgivings to go to this year? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> to me, I don't. I have too many kids. I don't want anybody else in my house, and I don't want to go to other people's houses. Are you not, cook- just, not this time? And I'm that- trying to stay safe. <laughs> right. Are you cooking for Thanksgiving, Nick? I don't cook. I fix food. So basically, whatever comes in a box is what I make. Um, so my husband is going to be. Well, we're gonna. It's like a team effort. We found some recipes. Like we're not doing a turkey because nobody in our house really likes turkey. Mm-hmm. So we're doing this um, salmon, uh, crab stuffed salmon, and a ham. I love salmon. Salmon's so good. I know. I love it too. So we we found a bunch of recipes that recipes that we're gonna try to do together. Okay. And if it doesn't work out, at least it's just us. <laughs> you got five and boys. Then we'll Doordash if it doesn't work. <laughs> right. You got five growing boys. They'll eat all of that and more, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Better put in some reservations at Boston Market just because it shouldn't go sideways. I'm going to look up and see if the thanks, uh, if the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is still happening this year, and if it is, I might try to go to that. It's getting COVID outside. <laughs> you imagine a, <laughs> I just want a picture Heard of a bunch of midgets on floats for some reason with nobody around. <laughs> I don't know why they're like it's just tiny people holding balloons. It will look like the <laughs> saddest parade ever because no one will be down there. I think I'm just thinking of that Batman movie. <laughs> oh, the uh, the one with people the people. No, I really believe people still come out. Yeah, they would. They would for the celebration, but it, it it's COVID, man. Stay in the house. It, 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 they don't, nobody need to be down there. Let Charlie Brown come through Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> empty streets, like the, through the empty streets, and it, it'll look like every commercial of the uh, of the Thanksgiving Day. Oh, Pumping crowd noise and put cutouts <laughs> on the side of the road, <laughs> like it's an NFL game. Oh man, but yeah, man. Um, this year, I think uh, I think I'm gonna, uh, like I said, I'm gonna do the uh, uh, door knock dash uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, that's right, it's being New York. Yes, you didn't know. No, 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 no. There's, there's, uh, there's a thing going on in New York right now. So apparently Governor Cuomo has been very much against like people having anyone at Thanksgiving. So there's this thing now that the, the bit they're doing is they have this picture of like half his face with his eyes and they're putting it in the window. So he's like watching to see how many people you have over for Thanksgiving. So I'm just picturing every window from every storefront on the side just having his face. <laughs> Watching had, the parade. They see had it. a theme where it was Como like banging on the door, and it was like, "I followed you home from the grocery store, and I saw you bought a turkey that feeds fifteen to twenty people." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Governor Cuomo. Hilarious. Oh, to be a New Yorker and not love your life at all. I hate New York. I hate New York. Anything about it. The worst city in the world. Um, what? It is Why? The it's, it, I hate New York. Joey knows I hate New York. I'm a New York fan too. I I love I love the Knicks. Uh, no, I don't. Um, I love the I love the Yankees. Yeah, the, I love the Na- Yankee, Yankees. Yankees go Yankees. Uh, uh, I hate I hate the Knicks. I hate the Giants. I hate the Jets. Um, you are just hateful. Why are you so hateful? Well, my teams my teams are always better than yours. So better than New York teams. So I choose I choose my teams wisely. I choose dynasties. 
So when I, I join when I join a franchise, however short lived, hey, shut your and mouth. And however from previous millennia, shut your mouth. I was born during that time. That was the the Cowboys are a, a professional dynasty. You will never touch us. How many you got, Joey? How many you got? Four. We got five, brother. You know what five means? You can take one Do away, they? two away, three away, four away, five. That's how many we got, Joey. Wow. I don't know if that's accurate. That is, uh, shut the fuck up. Don't check nothing. Nobody told you to check shit. I could, I could pull it up right here on my computer, but I ain't going to do that because I ain't got time for all that. I know how many we won. We won five. We won five, Joseph. What the fuck are you checking for? I told you we won five. He's going to look and he's going to be feeling real stupid. The so. Saints won one. <laughs> Y'all, won we that. Won. Y'all won that one during Katrina. It doesn't count. Oh, they got five. <laughs> yeah. Told you. Yeah, that one way back in 72. Hey, hey, hey. A win is a win. A win is a win. How many of y'all got franchise? History of franchise. How many of y'all got? Oh, we got more than you for history of franchise. We're like the oldest franchise in the freaking book. Y'all don't have more than us. Y'all got them old AFL uh, titles. Those don't no, count. No, the Giants were one of the original NFL No teams. one cares about your sports teams. Let's talk about colleges. You know what college was the first one to put a black woman in the White House? Uh, Does anyone know? Does anyone know? During the Clinton administration, he hired (laughs) five different African-American interns. So I would say No, I'm talking about in the (laughs) the office of president or vice president. Okay, you're being too specific. Let's ask Nikki. Nikki, do you happen to know what school Kamala Harris went to for undergrad? Would that be Howard University? That's exactly what it is. Look at that. She knew. This is fantastic. H U. <laughs> you went to Howard. <laughs> I went to Howard. You went to Howard. I didn't actually go to classes. I just went to a lot of parties. There. there we go. That counts a little bit. Did you did you did you, did you grow up in DC? I was happy Nikki? to be there. Nikki, did you grow up in DC? No, I grew up D.C. adjacent okay. in Montgomery County, oh, okay. 30 miles away. All right, well, that's that's perfectly fine. Uh, I grew up there, too. Um, I hate Howard University. I have no nothing but disdain and distrust uh, of Howard University. Uh, from their president down to their alumni, I have nothing but disdain or distrust of most of Howard You are not going to win, Candace, over with all your hate. <laughs> exactly. He's so hateful. He's hateful. Full of hate. I, I, I'm gonna win her over with my charming personality. It's, it's all it's all in there. It's, it's right there. Joey, you see it. See it dripping. Hey, do you guys know what happened this morning? <laughs> what happened this morning, Joey? <laughs> Dave Chappelle threw something up on his IG. He threw a special up on his. He threw IG, a whole man. little special up on his IG. I actually was in the process of watching that when I had to log on here and put it on pause. So as soon as we log out, that's what I'll be watching. And we're like 20 minutes over, by the way. No, we're not. We go. <laughs> we're at an hour and fifteen minutes in here. Because <laughs> remember, we started That's late waiting we for do you. An hour. We started waiting for you. We always do an hour twenty. Damn it! This is the uh, reason she needs to kind of post pre-production meetings. Joseph she needs to be here for these meetings. Or because um, we had this conversation with Nikki before you got here. Yeah, they, they remember I said people don't do homework. <laughs> But uh, yeah, with Jay Chappelle dropped another special. Um, it was an ex- from from what I saw, it was an extension of his monologue from SNL. Um, and Dave Chappelle's still the greatest of all time, uh, greatest comedian, greatest thinker of our time. I think he, he he's 
he's surpassed just being comedian. To me. I mean, he really did a good job, I think, of of not just like it was. It was like he told personal stories, and and you kind of knew what he was getting at, but it still was worth listening to every word. Yeah. And that idea, and the way he comes back and 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 does his calls back and ties everything together. And uh, it has a theme. Is no, just I don't do any spoilers. I haven't finished watching it. Yeah, it's not Master a spoiler. That's just what he does anyway. Yeah, and I haven't just said anything specific. But, <laughs> but um, so did he do the socks joke? He's so the one thing. <laughs> the one thing that you need to know is that you know, and there's because there's been some some poorly written headlines out there, and 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 it's not just that he asked Netflix to pull Chappelle's show from it. Um, he went into uh, the fact that what I didn't know. Apparently HBO went not okay, only I'm hanging not only told him <laughs> not only told him no, but they said what do we need you for? And now they're yeah, streaming was, his that show. That was a blow. <laughs> I'm so, mutinous. I don't want to hear anything. I have to. So say. that was some that was some that was a mind blowing reveal. And I didn't know that either. That was crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, corporations treat people like trash when they. But they think they're bigger than that person. But it was an unnecessary, like, unnecessary dig. Yeah, it's always an unnecessary dig. It, you know, it. I, I immediately thought of who was that when I left the uh, the strip club, and the guy said, "Who are you gonna tell?" <laughs> I felt, I felt the exact like I like uh, that's that feeling. It's yeah. like, like you didn't need to like what, why, what purpose is like just digging for no reason? <laughs> I'm already down. I'm back. Are y'all still talking about it? No, we're, just, we're talking about Joey's strip club experience when he when he wrote the oh, Yelp okay. review about that strip club. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it, I think it was really cool that it wasn't. This wasn't a really a sense of like I didn't get the sense that he was like really downtrodden about it, but he just like honestly just asked, to say, you know, help me win this one. You know, because yeah. that's the only way. And it and it's and it's interesting because you've seen all these other artists go through it. With these contracts and the way and all this crap, and you know, and how it is like a card game at times, yeah. and 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 there, and it's like the and just like the card game, like the game is kind of rigged, and even if, even if you can call out that it's rigged, there's not always anyone who can do anything about it. Yeah, and the he's un- big enough to do something. We yeah yeah I, I honestly yeah, he believe is. he is he really is. Um, but I think we also need to deliver on that for him. Like as as an audience, as people who respect him and, and look up to him and admire him, it's on us to enforce it. So, um, I don't care that much. I'm I, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it from the perspective of of being a contrarian in this. But I don't care about um, rich people not getting more money from other rich people. That's never been my fight. Uh, if he was if he was part of the masses of people who weren't who are like really truly taken full advantage of? Yeah, I'd be I'd I'd champion the cause. But again, he's made his money off of that. He walked away from. Uh, are y'all he, still talking about it? He ha- I don't think he made money off of it though. That's he what he hasn't. Was saying. He that was hanging up. That was part. Of, <laughs> that was part of what he was saying. Um, and it's not even about that. It's kind of the 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 principle of the thing. If if you if Dave proves that these companies are beholden ultimately to the artists and to the audiences of that artist and not just to themselves, um, then it does give a sense of, hey, we have a responsibility here. And it does help other artists 
that are in the situation. It helps with trying to, to get more knowledge and more awareness around the, the contracts that are being put in front of new artists that are trying to go there. So it is groundbreaking in a way, but we do need to make sure we do our part to win. So don't watch Chappelle's show. That's all he's asking confess- you to do. My confession is I've never seen an de- uh, episode of the Chappelle show. <laughs> then I don't think you have anything to worry about. You don't have anything to worry about on that. I, I've seen plenty. Would I like to see them again? Maybe here or there. Do I need to watch it right now? No. I don't, need, I don't need to watch it on those platforms. To be honest, every time I've seen it come up, I've thought about watching it, but I thought about what he said on SNL, and I don't feel comfortable, like, just with it being there. Yeah, your white guilt kicks in, and you feel, you feel bad. I understand, Joey. You, you feel bad. Joey, you're white? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm off-white. Did Candace, did Candace log off? Yeah, she did. <laughs> she actually did. She's the worst. I swear to no. God, she can't just wait. Oh, Jesus. You know who put out another special, Joey? Did she write something? <laughs> uh, Kevin Hart put out another special. Yes, Kevin Hart put out a special. Uh, zero fucks given. Um, yeah. Was not his best outing. Nope. Uh, it was. It wasn't trash. I will say that. It was not trash. But it was not what he, what I'm used to him delivering. Um, I felt like he was reaching. He was. He was. He he was trying to be edgy, but Kevin Hart's too fucking goofy to be edgy. And if I'm expecting a goofy comic, if I'm expecting uh, Carrot Top to come on stage, I'm expecting to see the props. I'm not expecting Carrot Top to walk on stage and try to give me some diatribe on how his internal life is <laughs> without the goofiness of Carrot Top. That's like having Gallagher come up with no, with no damn watermelon. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, Kevin Hart tried something. It fell flat. I just want to know why he felt like he needed to put something out. Like, what What was that? Because like he he didn't... he's Kevin Hart. That's what he does. Is he constantly produces content. Yes. He can't stop. I think he's addicted to it. I actually am worried about him. <laughs> what happened? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> she just put her titties on camera for I don't know what reason. Wait a minute. <laughs> all right, there all right. was a quick pan down, and then she realized what she did and panned back up. All right, I guess I got to watch this panic. episode back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the Something happened behind the computer that I was trying to catch, and I just forgot and just moved it. Sorry. No, it's, it's okay. I'll look later. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but the but like the thing with Kevin and, and I think I think we're gonna wrap up on this one. Um, Kevin Hart to me is is one of those comedians that found that he he won when he was producing content, um, and he found COVID and that car accident threw him off everything. So now he's trying to redouble his efforts to get back where he was. Mm-hmm. But he, he doesn't seem to understand he doesn't need to do that just yet because we're not through it yet. Mm-hmm. He can keep – like I listened to, I listened to his, um, his radio show, uh, Straight From the Heart, mm-hmm. um, which is, is, an, is an amazing show. He's got, he's got three of the best comics that I've ever heard do comedy on that show with him. Mm-hmm. And he's got his friend. it's just his friends They're all sitting there talking shit like me and you do. Yeah. But it's more of them. But it's it's one of those things where I watch, I listen to that, and I'm like, just stay in this lane, and you're good. <laughs> I think 
for him, his standoff stand up has been off for a little while, and I think it's just because he's oversaturated. And the other thing is, when you reach a certain level of fame, it becomes really difficult to have those candid everything. The things that made him funny when he first started were his personal stories, and they were very yeah. normal everyday stories that people could relate to. And he's because he's that's his that's his lane. As he's gotten more famous, he's had less of those stories that are relatable. Yeah. And unlike Dave Chappelle, Dave is more of a truth teller. He looks for the, 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 the underlying truth that that is relatable or the or the there's there's some bigger meaning that he's trying to drive at. He has he has a very deep layered set of purpose. And Kevin Hart's never gone that deep. No. And, and, and he shouldn't try to. It's not what we want from him. That's not, That's not who he is. And, and and as much as like I don't, am I okay with him going trying for it? Yeah, by all means, I don't think any any comic, but but I think you know the the reason you've made it is because you have a voice, you have a lane. We know what you are. That's why we we came to see you. Yeah. You know, that's what, uh, every comic is out here that does know an open mic or on a Zoom call at, you know, nine o'clock at night, trying to hit three Zoom calls a night, trying to trying to find a, a yard to go do a stand up set in <laughs> is out here trying to figure out what their voice is. And, you know, Kevin Hart's kind of like and I think that's one of the reasons it kind of annoys us. Some of us as comedians is like, dude, you have a voice. Just use it. You know, um. But he's, I think he's, you know, trying to find some stuff, and I don't know if, you know, how much of it is him versus writers, versus, and it's also hard to like. Cause I don't know, you know, what his like, like Dave Chappelle could put up a show anywhere and people will show up. Yeah. Um, and, and they know that they'll be in for a great time. I don't know that Kevin's process is like that. Maybe he needs the clubs to be able to go up and he does. You know, like set. You know, some comics need that, and he, he does. and right now that's not there for anybody to go and work out stuff. He's used to that world of working shit out. Yeah. Dave Chappelle has a DC mind. This is this is makes him different from mm-hmm. from a lot of comics. A lot of, and that's what makes DC comics a lot different. They have a mind that's that's in the moment because they're they grew up in the snap era of of, of joning on people in the in the middle of the street. So your mind is always watching what's going on around you. So you go, okay, that's a that's another thing I can use if if I need a weapon in my pocket. He he builds his he builds his jokes from the from the ground from the um from the, the foundation up too like he'll start with the punchline and work back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, He's and, famous and, for that. And that and that ability really probably it lends itself better to this current environment. But even if you look at what he's been doing lately, a lot of it's been more deep than it's been funny. Yeah. And not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just it's just you know I bet you would be punchier if he had the opportunity to go and work stuff out too. Yeah. But yeah, I, how do you feel about Kevin Hart, Nikki? I I love Kevin Hart. I think what I think what it would really I don't want to say downfall because it's not like he had a downfall, but all that stuff, you know, for the um, award show and then getting caught again cheating on his wife and all that stuff, then the car accident. I think he's that's more in his head when it comes to his comedy than any for him than it is for us. You know what I'm yeah. trying to say? Like he's thinking. Oh, I need to come back. I need to make a comeback. And we're like, dude, you've already, we know who you are. You've already proven. Everybody has these hiccups in life. We're not looking at that. So I think that's why he did that little comedy show. Cause he, I mean, he was saying he was in his basement or whatever. And I was just like, that's a hell of a goddamn basement. Right. (laughs) I was just like, why? I'm like, look at it. I'm looking at the room they're in and I'm like, that's in his house. That's my apartment. 
Like, that's, that's my whole fucking apartment. <laughs> I mean, dude's got. I like Kevin Hart though. I love him. I, I mean, think he's funny. I, I like him. I see. The thing is, I like him when he's in a relaxed atmosphere. Mm-hmm. That's why I listen to you straight from the heart. Because it's hilarious to hear him with his friends. Because yeah. it's not that Kevin. It's not the. It's not the. Uh, the spotlight on you, Kevin. Yeah. And when they're joking on each other, it's the funniest thing in the world. So it's like, it's one of those things where I'll watch it and I'll be like, this is freaking great. I listen or watch. I watch on YouTube or listen online. And it's, I'll be like, this is great. And I would love to hear more of this. But then he'll put out he'll put out a special and I'll be like, this is trash. Uh, I mean, not, not trash, but like this is not, this is subpar to seriously funny and and grown little man. <laughs> it's I look so, forward. Far, so far away from it. I look forward to literally every time he does a movie with The Rock, and not because I'm excited about the movie, because the movie's going to be funny, but it's also going to be, be ridiculous. They have, yeah. a, they have a great dynamic. But it's even better when you see like the IG clips that come out from during filming yeah. or the little or the from promo stuff they do leading up to the film, because it's all just them going on each other, and yeah. it's hilarious. Because it's always great. Because of their relationship and because of their size difference and everything. <laughs> it's a perfect... It's a perfect uh, thing, and, it, and you could tell they're having fun. Yeah. Like it just right. looks like they're having a blast. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's 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 one of those things where Kevin just cho- just chose a bad time. Um, I think he was seeing what what Chappelle was doing, and just seeing how Chappelle was just dropping heat, and he's like, "I gotta get back out there so that people don't forget my name." It's like, no, nah, no one's forgetting you. Uh, just relax. Yeah. Until <laughs> COVID's yeah. over. Yeah, and and work some of this crap out, and then uh, then you'll be okay. It's like we didn't ask for this. No, we didn't. We, no one said, "Hey, when Kevin put a new special out." No one said that shit. No one said when. No one. No one asked when Chappelle was putting a new special out either. But Chappelle can do that. <laughs> it's one of those things where we go. No one was looking for Chappelle to do it, and he ducked on him. Boom! But then Kevin comes out. Ah, but this is air pass. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right, man. Someone just need to let it know. Like, we still love you. Don't you don't don't feel pressed about it. Yeah. Right. Sit, we'll send it. We're sending positive vibes to Kevin Hart. Uh, we love you at the Dot Comedy team here. We want to get on Laugh Out Loud Radio. Um, so uh, this this goes out to you straight from the heart and everybody over at uh, at Sirius XM. Uh, this is this is Dot Comedy going. <laughs> We're throwing our hat in the ring. We're funny too. <laughs> but Joey, are we? Uh, occasionally, <laughs> we have our moments. Oh, uh, man, we're going to get out of here, Joey. Right. Um, it's been real. It's been fun, Miss Nikki. Where Thank can, you for having me. I had fun. Where can, Learned a lot. Where can the world find you on the Internet? You can find me at all social media um, at Funny Girl Productions. Follow me on TikTok. I just figured that out. I have, like, 20 <laughs> followers. I'm so excited. Like, the kids tell me to get off, but I don't really. I'm excited about like, TikTok, too. Uh, we're not on TikTok, so I don't know if this is the best place to look for TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just, ex- I was trying to be hip, like all the, like I did the thing, moms of TikTok, and my kids were like, "You are such a nerd," but you know, we're, like we're not. That comedy is not on TikTok yet. We're gonna, we gotta get some more content and start working on that too. Um, Apparently, we don't need content on TikTok. You just do what everybody else is doing. <laughs> Stand around in your underwear and lip sync some uh, comedy set. Pretty much. Oh, man. But, yeah, dude, we're going to get out of here, Joey. You got anything for the people for the end of the week? Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Catch, happy Thanksgiving. Happy, happy holidays. Happy good luck this 
Black Friday season shopping, Christmas nonsense. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. Yes, we will. 9 p.m. Yes, we will. I don't know if we'll have a guest or not. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine. We don't necessarily have a guest. The Dama Comedy Podcast goes live on Facebook every Tuesday at 9 p.m. And you can also catch us on SoundCloud or your favorite podcast app. Put us in your pocket. Take us with you. Take us with you. We're going to be out there in these streets, man. That comedy team has done it once again. We made you laugh. We made you cry. We made you think again this week. But you've joined us, and we've joined you right here on the Die Comedy Podcast. Bye, folks. All right.